take it rough. It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Wednesday, July the 25th. I'm your host, Donald Ware, and again, we're going to stay in the SWAT's Southern Division, um, as a matter of fact, and we take things to Houston, Texas, and in his third season now as the head football coach of the Texas Southern Tigers is Michael Haywood, who now joins us on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Coach Haywood, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you very much, Don. It's a pleasure to be on. Absolutely. Glad to have you. Um, I, I want to start here. I just want to kind of get your thoughts um, on 2017. Kind of sum up 2017 for us. Uh, 2017, very young team, uh, very immature football team. Um, had a tremendous amount of injuries in which uh, guys that had an opportunity to step up were not mature enough to step up and uh, do a very good job. So, uh, recruiting-wise, we went out, and uh, we only signed five high school guys, and then we hit the JCs hard and uh, graduate transfers hard to get more maturity, to get older guys and get bigger players in here on campus. And so, as we entered 2018, I think that uh, the coaches did a tremendous job with that. Do you feel like, I mean, sometimes records don't, I mean, you, you mentioned the fact that you were, you know, disappointed with 2017 and guys didn't step up. Do you feel like maybe you took, you not I say you, but you all took a step back from 2016? You were 2-9 and nine last year and 4-7 and seven in 2016. I don't think we took a step back. Uh, I think one of the things that will help us in 2018 is that we got a lot of young people, a lot of playing time. I mean, at one point in time, we were traveling with 25, 26 freshmen. Mm. And a couple of those players were walk on. So um, they were able to get a lot of playing time, able to get some experience, which will bode well for this upcoming season because some of them are going to be in the mix. Uh, but at the same time, it gives us a little bit more depth uh, because there will be sophomores this year. And then we have some JC transfers and some fifth year guys. So I just, I don't believe it was a step back, but I think that. Uh, you know, our coaches went out and did a good job, and uh, I think Coach Elias in recruiting did a good job of identifying the players in which we needed, and uh, I think the entire staff did a great job in identifying the areas in which we had concerns. Who, who are some of those guys? You mentioned just a handful of freshman guys, and, and typically with freshman guys anyway, they don't come in until fall camp is set to start. Um, I'm sure a lot of these, uh, you know, JC guys, D1 transfers, et cetera, were able to participate with you in spring. So who are some of those guys you're ex- you're expecting to step in and help you right away? Well, uh, you look at wide receiver, for example. you got Bobby Herzog, who transferred to us uh, from Kansas. you got Trey, Bav- Trey Davian Dixon, uh, who was signed with Baylor, then went over to Houston, set at home for a year. Uh, we're looking forward to him coming in and competing. Uh, he's out of Navasota, Texas, five-star recruit when, when he came out of high school. Uh, Tariq Buchanan uh, from Elgin, Texas, outside about 19 miles outside of Basketball, Texas, uh, went to BYU for a year and then realized that uh, this might not be for me. So uh, it's a great opportunity for us to get those three wide receivers uh, we signed a tight end by the name of Chris Long uh, and, uh, out of Mississippi. And uh, Chris came in and won the starting job over at Y, 
right off the bat, and uh, we're looking for him to really have a good year. Uh, Glenn Couye, graduate from Tulane University at quarterback, has come in and uh, really stepped up and doing a good job. Uh, now, some of the JC guys, uh, we got Eric Garcia out of California, Jarrell Taylor out of California, both the defensive ends. Now, those two guys uh, just got on campus about uh, three, four weeks ago. And so we're looking for them and uh, and see how they can step in and do some good things. And then along with Devin Williams, who came, uh, who signed with us out of Blinn Junior College. And we'll see how well Blinn, you know, see how well he does at quarterback and stepping up the quarterback position. So let's just name a few guys that have come in and uh, really look well from the, from the information that I received from the uh from the strength coach and his staff out there working up, working with the guys, and then some of the other guys that were in spring ball. So I think that we're moving in the right direction. That's the voice of Michael Haywood. He is the head football coach at Texas Southern in his third season. He joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Um, for, for can you, Let's talk personnel outside of the new guys um, that you sort of mentioned. Who are some of the returning guys? And you start offensively that you're, you're expecting to, um, to, to step their game up from 2017? Well, uh, we had a freshman last year by the name of Ryder Ray that got some playing time at center and guard. Uh, he won the starting position over from a senior, Jimmy Williams, uh, in, the, in the spring. So uh, he's one of them. Ray, Raymond Claiborne, starting at left guard. He was a true freshman last year, started for us at left guard. He still started at left guard this year. And doing a tremendous job for us. Uh, we have really we have a battle uh, at the next right guard position with Anthony Phillips and Nick Mouton. Uh, Nick Mouton hurt his uh, towards ACL last year, but he's coming back. And then Anthony Phillips is going to be a junior, and uh, he's finally maturing. But then you have two uh, other juniors that are starting to tackle right now: Nate Thompson and uh, Derigi. And the two guys that started last year, Drew Moore and uh, Mildred Montgomery, their second team, uh, coming out of spring. So um, it'll be some competition there. At tailback, Brad Wood would be the starting tailback, along with Tyler Cook being the backup, Terry O'Brown. So all those guys were here in camp last year. Uh, Cook is, Wood is the senior, junior, and Cook, and then sophomore and Terry O'Brown. Uh, you go over to the defense side of the ball, the guys that we had out all year last year, uh, you know, Terrell Stafford got hurt last year, was out. Breven Goods got hurt at defensive line and was out. So they'll have an opportunity to come back in. But the uh, best player in our defensive line is Jimmy White, who plays the nose, and he does a tremendous job for us. But we're looking for guys like Jerome Taylor, as we talked about, Eric Garcia, step it up. And hopefully they may step up to the line and become starters on our defensive line position. Uh, linebackers are the strongest position on our team. Patrick Howell, who was a true freshman last year, has started at one backer. Sean Jones, uh, all-conference the year before, starting at a backer position. Julian Markintel, preseason All-American, started at Mike Linebacker. He'll be a junior. And then Devon Terrio-Anderson, who'll be a sophomore. So you got two sophomores and uh, a junior and a senior at linebacker. And then in the defensive backfield, uh, Josh Murray, who was a true freshman last year, uh, who started for a starting at corner, Andre Joseph, who's going to be a junior, and then Matthew Stevenson. They're competing for the starting corner position. Uh, one's a junior, one's going to be a sophomore. Uh, Daigle, who's a, who's a sophomore, is starting at safety. And then Marquise, who's a sophomore, starting at the other safety. 
So our secondary is really young and uh, had some experience, but not a lot of experience. So we just have to make sure that, uh, you know, we make sure that they're protected and we get enough pass rush to get that ball out of the, out of the guy's hands quickly. It's interesting. I, you, 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 and I could just hear in your voice when you talked about these young men. You seem to have a lot of excitement in your voice. How, how much forward are you looking um, to that opening game into the 2018 season? Well, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I was just down uh, in the training room. There's a bunch of guys down in the training room, get some ice and some stem and things, and I'm down there talking to them and you know taking the opportunity to have a leadership moment and, and talk to them about where we're headed and what we want to do and some of the steps in which we have to get there, certain focus and concentration, uh, certain attitude in which we have to have, and we have to focus on the little things and that focus on the big picture. And every day it makes a difference on the little thing. We talk about patting the door when you walk in the door to leave your ego outside. You know, that's talking about the coaches and the players, making sure that we all leave, leave our ego outside outside this building because, you know, individuality doesn't make it in this team sport. And you have to leave your ego outside before you can unify as a team. And with all these new guys that we have brought in, we have to make sure that we unify as a, as a team before we do anything else. Um, of course, that's the voice of Michael Haywood, the head football coach at Texas Southern, joins us here on the program. One more uh, personnel question. You you had a couple of uh, quarterbacks that played for you last year. Uh, one of them, um, w- uh, Christopher, uh, I believe, was a senior last year. So who, who's going to be your quarterback? Is there a battle going on, or do you have you named, or who's the guy going in as your starter, I should say, going into the fall? Well, Jay has gotten another year. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, of eligibility, NCA gave him another year. Jay Kristoff. Right. So uh, the quarterbacks that finished up one two in the spring, uh, Glenn Couillet, the transfer from Tulane, and then Jay Kristoff. Those were the one two. Uh, Eli Odom that uh, played most of the season for us last year. He's the three after spring, and then Devin Williams who. Um, is the J.C. young man that we have coming in. He's the four, but everybody's going to have an opportunity. Uh, Devin's a totally different player than all the rest of them, you know, with his athletic ability. But everybody's going to have an opportunity to compete in those 25 practices that we have before the first game. And whoever performs the best is going to play, and whoever leads the best. And those guys, and I've been talking to him all, this, all summer about leadership, and what it takes to be a great quarterback. And part of it is that you have to be able to lead. And they're doing a much better job this summer in leading the guys off the field. And then for you as a guy that is, um, you know, has coached uh, a head coach and, and otherwise has been a coach pretty much at the FBS level, what's and, and, and having to come into Texas Southern that, uh, you know, has had some, some troubles um, you know, in terms of some of the APR stuff and stuff like that, what has that adjustment been like for you in terms of trying to change things there at Texas Southern and now your third year? Well, um, I was fortunate enough to hire some really good people. Uh, we'd hired Tristan Hood in our academic office, and she is really doing a tremendous job with our players. Uh, I think it was yesterday, the day before yesterday, we were sitting up having an it was Monday actually, we were sitting up having an academic meeting, and it looks like that we're going to be somewhere around a 965 in our APR, and no one 
that is uh, academically ineligible to play. Uh, guys who went to summer school, I think we had two or three guys go to summer school to become eligible to play. Everybody else is on track or ahead, and I think that's a big step. But uh, I think that uh, Dr. Dr. McCullen was uh, on the right track in the things in which he was doing with the previous staff and getting things going in the right direction. And uh, we just came in and uh, piggybacked off of them and propelled uh, these young student-athletes into going to class, uh, showing up early, sitting in the front row of every class, making sure that you get to meet your teacher. Uh, if you have any problems, ask, uh, talk to the teacher after class, develop a relationship, uh, make sure that you come over here for study table every day. We got guys over here right now for study table in the summer. Uh, and then also we have the appropriate tutors. So making sure that we get all those little things done, dot the I's and cross the T's for our academics, is helping us to become significantly better each and every day. Uh, lastly, you know, as I kind of look at the, the, okay, so this year, I guess, the so is that Labor Day, well, it can't be called the Labor Day Classic. I mean, how, What's that scenario with the Labor Day Classic not being, you know, against Prairie View A&M Labor Day weekend? What, how, how did that whole thing come about? What, what, what was the story behind that? Well, it's, it's interesting enough that the two guys who didn't want to play on Labor Day are no longer at Prairie View anymore. So oh. they, the first day I – one of the first events that I went to – Ashley, who was the AD, was telling me, Coach, that's too big of a game to play on Labor Day. I need you to talk to Charles about not playing on Labor Day. Well, we didn't play on Labor Day last last year because right. of Harvey. Right. All right. So they took the opportunity because we didn't play last year. Preview took the opportunity and moved the game to the end of the year. Mm. And we're like, we're like, all right, whatever you want to do, all right, it's your home game, so you can do whatever you want to do with it. And so Ashley and Simmons were the main people that wanted to move the game to the end of the year. Now one's in Florida and one's in Jackson, Mississippi. Wow. So, so, they, don't, so uh, they, don't have to, they don't have to take this heat from that <laughs> game on this day. They jumped ship on me, and they're the ones that changed the game. Yeah, no, that's that, – yeah, because, I mean, that's interesting. I mean, I guess I – you know you know how it is. I guess maybe it was announced and your schedule came out, and I didn't really think about it. Now we get a little bit closer to football season. I'm looking like, no, you guys open against UT uh, – what is this, Permian Basin? UT Permian Basin. Yeah, yes, and that's typically – uh, Prairie View. So, w- from your your only, your, I guess your only experience with the Labor Day Classic would have been in 2016, your first year. I mean, do you do you have feelings about it one way or the other? Hey, I love the game, man. Uh, I get more people from Prairie View than I do TSU. They call me up, or stop me on the street, or stop me in the store, or come up to the table at a restaurant and talking about, "Hey, coach, what's the deal with the Labor Day Classic?" I said, "Whoa." <laughs> You're calling the wrong person. You're looking at the wrong person. You need to call over there to Prairie View, and now you need to call Florida and Jackson because they didn't left. They wanted to change the game. They changed the game, and then they left. Wow. Yeah. So, that, yeah. I have a feeling it'll go back because the two corporates are gone, so the two parties that are now here are probably going to go back. <laughs> you know, and they, now, now, Coach, you know that's a little bit of fodder for November 24th. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, I'm going to send them invitations to the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You schedule it. You 
you got me playing Thanksgiving weekend, so I'm going to send you an invitation. Come on over. I'll beat you guys. <laughs> Well, of course, uh, Texas Southern going to open the season as mentioned against you. What, now, by the way, what, what do you what what is I mean what is it with UT Perryman Basin? Is that are they in NAIA? I'm I'm sorry, I'm unfamiliar with them. I have no idea what league they're in. All I know is that when I watch the film, they are swinging it all over the field. Wow. I mean, they're trying to go as fast as they can go and as many places they can get in and throw it as many times as they can throw it. Absolutely. I told one of our coaches, I told one of our coaches they better order some extra ice because the quarterback's going to need it because <laughs> the way they fling it. Well, that's who Texas Southern, as a matter of fact, opens the season against at home against UT Perryman Basin on Saturday September 1st, and again, in his third season as the head football coach at Texas Southern, Michael Haywood, he joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Coach Haywood, we appreciate the time. Good luck to you and the Tigers in 2018. Well, I tell you what, we gracefully appreciate being on your show. I look forward to seeing you guys and hearing you again soon, and thank you very much for the opportunity. So no Labor Day Classic in Houston this year. That's, I mean, I think that's pretty major. I think that 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 game, um, you know, it, it may be not as more nationally known as some of the other games like your Bayou Classic or even maybe so like your Florida Classic or some of the other classic State Fair Classic. But, I mean, for for Texas and that area, that's a huge game. And for them not to have that game, boy, that's uh, for this year, that's pretty unfortunate. Um, but uh, according to Coach Haywood, it looks like, at least uh, it'll be Texas Southern's home game next year. So maybe it will, in fact, come back to Houston as the Labor Day Classic. Got to get ready to run here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast on tomorrow, Thursday, July 26th. We're going to stay in the SWAC's Western Division and uh, go right down the road, as a matter of fact, as we take a look at the Prairie View A&M Panthers. Again, don't forget about the weekend edition of Box to Row airing on a radio station near you. Log on to our website or if you're on our website, stay there at BoxToRow.com, of course, and then click on the affiliates link. Or if you've downloaded this podcast, go to BoxToRow.com and uh, go to the affiliates link to find a radio station in your area that carries the program. Also, you can listen to it on Sirius XM. Have a great day. Yo, welcome to the world of SHORT.